Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, an early Christmas present. Queensland announces it's opening its border to the fully vaccinated. Horror crash, a toddler dies when a truck driver loses control on a Melbourne freeway. A Brisbane man shot by police as a six-hour siege comes to an end. More commuter chaos in Sydney as train drivers walk off the job, teachers on strike two forcing schools to close. And a Victorian man makes history having his own child via surrogacy. This is Seven News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Queensland is throwing open its borders four days early to fully vaccinated travellers. The Sunshine State will hit its 80% double-dose target this week. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk saying it's important to reunite families in time for Christmas. It will be as of 1am Monday, December 13, Queensland borders will reopen, especially to those hotspots of New South Wales and Victoria and ACT. Fully vaccinated travellers will still be required to have a COVID test 72 hours prior to arrival, but they won't need to quarantine. It comes as New South Wales confirms 10 new cases of the Omicron variant, bringing the total to 25. A toddler has been killed and three other people critically injured after a truck carrying grain smashed into several cars on a Melbourne freeway. The infant was in the back seat of a car with four people inside. Witnesses say the truck was being driven erratically beforehand. The driver is now in custody. It's monumentally frustrating to see this sort of stuff and it's for no reason other than just a bit of care, a bit of time. Take your time, slow down, look after each other. I don't want another one of these before Christmas. No charges have yet been laid. A man is in a serious condition after being shot by police at the end of a six-hour siege in Brisbane South. It's believed he was armed with a gun and threatening to harm himself, refusing to leave a business on Compton Road at Stretton. Police responded to calls of a disturbance just after one o'clock yesterday. The situation escalated at around 3pm with police negotiators brought in. Surrounding businesses were evacuated. Sydney commuters can expect more chaos and delays when train drivers walk off the job this morning. Like the city's bus drivers, who are also on strike, they're fighting for better pay and conditions, refusing to drive the foreign-made trains that make up three-quarters of the network. There'll be a reduced number of trains operating and more station stops will mean longer wait times. 
It's not just transport workers striking. New South Wales teachers are taking industrial action today as well. There will be minimal supervision at state-run schools. Some will shut altogether as teachers strike over staff shortages and pay. They claim salaries are not competitive and the workload is unsustainable, planning to protest outside state parliament. The Prime Minister has backed former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian to run for the federal seat of Warringah while she's still being investigated by the state's corruption watchdog. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. The Liberal Party is divided over this one. They are, Jody. good morning. But Prime Minister Scott Morrison has firmly backed the former New South Wales Premier to run at the next federal election for the state of Ruringa. Ms Berejiklian quit state politics uh, earlier this year after it was revealed she was being investigated by the Independent Commission Against Corruption. But despite stunning evidence and phone taps being played, the Liberal Party figures have been quietly pushing Ms Berejiklian to run for the state of Ruringa, which will be a critical seat for Scott Morrison at the next election. Several senior ministers yesterday publicly backing Ms Berejiklian to run, including Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who also doubled down on his intense criticism of ICAC. Gladys Berejiklian would make an outstanding contribution uh, if she were to be the member for Ringo and she'd make an outstanding contribution to our nation if she was elected to our federal parliament. So I hope she does. She's very much backed by her colleagues there, but federal, uh, but Prime Minister Scott Morrison has come under some criticism for backing Ms Berejiklian in this role when he is yet to introduce a federal ICAC model. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Thank you. William Tyrrell's foster parents are set to face court this morning on Sydney's Upper North Shore, charged with assaulting a child other than William. It comes as police continue their search for the remains of the boy who went missing seven years ago. Detectives plucked a piece of red fabric from a drained creek bed on the outskirts of Kendall yesterday. People with private health insurance are paying hundreds of dollars more for the same procedures by the same doctors, depending on their choice of insurer. A new report by the Australian Medical Association has revealed a price difference of up to 46% for some surgeries. Out-of-pocket expenses vary up to $800 for coronary bypasses and more than $500 for dual knee replacements and childbirth. A Victorian man has been granted special approval to become a dad via surrogate. He's breaking new ground for single men who dream of becoming fathers and giving hope. 44-year-old Sean Resnick turned to surrogacy to realise his dream of becoming a father. Oh, ever since I was in my 30s, I've always wanted to be a dad. He's believed to be the first single male in Victoria to start a family on his own. It was a roughly a two and a half year journey before Carla came to my rescue. That's Carla Pinkham, mother of three and a surrogate twice before, now 24 weeks pregnant. It's something that I can do that takes a small part out of my life but makes a big difference. Here in Victoria, prospective parents need approval from the Patient Review Board before the pregnancy can proceed. 
Everybody also gets legal advice. They have psychological assessments. Uh, they would do some uh, medical assessments as well. Up to 100 babies are born via surrogates in Australia each year, usually to couples. Over my whole career, which um, has been over 25 years now, I've never had a case such as this. Australian surrogates aren't paid, but they do have their medical costs covered. Add in legal fees, counselling and IVF, and the entire process so far has cost Mr Resnick more than $30,000. But he says you can't put a price on parenthood. I think the single dads are going to start looking into surrogacy more frequently now that they know it's an option. His baby boy is due in April. Would you say it's worth it? Oh, 100%. Now that I'm at this place in time, yes. Sonny Marinelli, 7 News. With just 18 days to go until Christmas, it's time to get serious about shopping for that big festive feast. The experts say there are bargains to be had now, but it will take research and effort to secure the best value for money. With COVID seeing more Australians in Australia for the festive season, it's the battle to be on your Christmas table and for the big tickets. One and a half kilos, arguably one of the most competitive hams in the market. It's all about fresh and local. There's a lot of local produce still left here in Australia, uh, which you know people will benefit from. After China's ban on Australian rock lobster exports, there's again more to go around here. Prices may not be as cheap as last year, but still down as low as $70 a kilo. Good supplies of farmed prawns should also mean lower prices. Carmelo says there's been big demand for pre-ordering and buying early's no problem. Freeze it uh, as soon as you get home um, and then pull it out and put it in the coldest part of the fridge the night before you want to consume it. Um, and it'll be as fresh as, as you buy it. 100% Australian grown and, and they are moving very, very quickly at the moment. Supermarkets competing for the family spend on affordable and Australian made. More people are planning to entertain at home and what else better is to support uh, the local businesses and local producers and farmers. According to the latest Chopper survey, the average Australian expects to spend more than $300 on food over the holiday season and almost one in three plan to buy early. Because then you have the time to shop around and not make a mistake. No one wants to be the person who is hitting the supermarket shelves on the 24th of December quite late in the afternoon. Paul Kadak, 7 News. As Christmas approaches, not everyone is feeling the festive cheer. Each year, the Red Cross conducts a survey to check in with how people are feeling ahead of the silly season. The results show it's women more than men feeling the most isolated, while people aged 18 to 29 are more likely to be affected by loneliness. And sadly, one in five people over the age of 70 doesn't have any plans for Christmas Day. We're being urged to check in with friends and family and stay connected. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading 654 points higher. The Nasdaq is down three. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 102 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was also down. The All Lords finished 15 points in the red, but the ASX 200 bucked the downward trend, edging four points higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1783 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 70.48 US cents, nearly 80 Japanese yen and a dollar 3, a dollar 4 rather New Zealand. 
The grandmother of the man accused of abducting four-year-old Cleo Smith says she fears for her grandson's safety in jail. Terence Kelly is accused of abducting Cleo from her family's tent and holding her captive for 18 days. His grandmother was outside court following his first appearance via video link from a maximum security prison in Perth. She hopes to visit him later this week. What's the first thing you'll say to him? I'll tell him, Terry, tell him the truth, please. And I do feel upset for him. I feel upset. I need something to be done right for him. Kelly did not apply for bail and will face court again next month. New York City is taking drastic measures to try to stop the spread of COVID-19 during the holiday season as Omicron cases continue to climb. Let's go live now to reporter Miley Hogan in our US Bureau. Good morning, Miley. A citywide vaccine mandate has been announced. Jody, good morning. This applies to all private businesses in New York City. They will be required to have a COVID vaccine mandate, which means all of their employees will need to prove that they are vaccinated if they want to keep working in New York City. This will affect over 180,000 businesses. Now, vaccines are already mandatory for city workers, including teachers and police officers, but this move will apply to employees across every sector. The mayor has described it as a preemptive strike to try and stop another wave of coronavirus cases and to stop the spread of the Omicron variant that has been detected in New York. Vaccination is the central weapon in this war against COVID. It's the one thing that has worked every single time across the board on a strategic level. It's the reason New York City is back in so many ways. And it's the reason we can avoid uh, shutdowns and restrictions is more use of vaccinations. The mayor believes that this mandate will survive any legal challenges. At this stage, almost 82% of New York City adults are fully vaccinated. Jody. OK, Miley, thank you. Indonesia's Mount Semeru volcano has erupted for a second time in three days. Hot clouds of ash could be seen billowing from the crater. 22 people died and dozens are still missing. After a powerful eruption over the weekend, rescuers forced to suspend the search for survivors. Entire streets have been filled with grey ash and mud has swamped homes and swallowed vehicles. Ousted Myanmar leader Aung San Suu Kyi has been sentenced to four years jail. The 76-year-old was found guilty of charges including inciting public unrest. The US, Britain, the United Nations and the European Union have all condemned the verdict, describing it as politically motivated. Aung San Suu Kyi has been detained since February when she was ousted in a military coup. The woman who created the AstraZeneca vaccine says future pandemics could be even more lethal than COVID-19. Professor Dame Sarah Gilbert says the world must prepare for the next viral onslaught. The next one could be worse. It could be more contagious or more lethal or both. The coronavirus pandemic has so far killed more than 5 million people worldwide. The US is expected to announce a diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. The boycott would mean no US government officials would attend the Games, but US athletes would still be allowed to compete. China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs is warning Beijing would take, abs- would take resolute countermeasures to any US boycott. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To sport now, and Australia and England are going through their final preparations before the Ashes begins tomorrow. With Pat Cummins already naming Australia's team for the series opener, England captain Joe Root denies that he's playing mind games by keeping his 11 secret. Cricket Australia has officially scrapped the fifth test in Perth. Hobart is in the box seat to host the match. Tomorrow's first test at the Gabba is live on seven. The Sydney Thunder opened their Big Bash season with a comfortable seven-wicket win over the Brisbane Heat. But it wasn't all smooth sailing for the men in lime green. Sam Hazlitt survived two dropped catches off consecutive balls in almost identical fashion. Chasing 140, the Thunder lost Alex Hales off the second ball before fellow Englishman Sam Billings and Alex Ross put on a 109-run stand to guide Sydney to the wind. Win. Tonight, the Melbourne Renegades take on the Adelaide Strikers from Marvel Stadium live on 7 and 7 Mate. With their AFL Grand Final celebrations out of the way, Melbourne had a big scare at pre-season training. Star defender Jake Lever collapsed as the Premiers returned to full training for the first time. After 15 minutes, Lever got to his feet and walked off, eventually cleared by medical staff. It was a gruelling return for plenty of the Demons players. And Collingwood skipper Scott Pendlebury won't train for the rest of the year after fracturing his leg. Sydney's skinniest house has hit the market and it's expected to fetch a hefty price. Measuring just six metres wide, the eastern suburbs home has a $15.5 million price guide. It features four bedrooms, three bathrooms, its own pool and spectacular views of the harbour. The owner purchased the Darling Point place in 2014 for $6.34 million. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs over the north and east will deepen, causing showers and storms in Queensland, New South Wales, the central and western interior and the top end. Cool southerlies for South Australia, Victoria, Tasmania and southern New South Wales behind a change. Increasingly hot and stormy over western WA ahead of another trough. Around the capitals today, a possible shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees. A shower or two, a top of 27 in Sydney. A shower or two and a possible storm, 26 in Canberra. Showers easing, heading for just 16 degrees in Melbourne. A shower or two, 17 the top in Hobart. Cloudy and 20 degrees in Adelaide. Sunny and 37 in Perth today. And a shower or two and a possible storm, 34 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 7th of December, 2021.